Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. In journeys, there are always surprises. Things never go as you plan. But something incredible happened. Now, we're taking care of someone new. There are reports of shadows in the clouds. Dragons flying high above the towns of Catullus. And Sunfire Elves are gathering near the border. An invasion is imminent. We must be prepared to fight. Our top priority must be finding the princes. Dark forces are pursuing you. Nobody likes dark forces. War is coming like the world's never seen, unless we get the wee dragon home to his mom. But he's so little, he still needs to learn how to fly. <laughs> I want to learn primal magic, but you have to be born with that magic inside you. That's the great thing about dark magic. You just take creatures that are born with magic inside and squeeze it out of them. We can't trust Soren and Claudia. Real trust is about accepting even the dark parts we will never know. This mission, it's the most important thing we'll ever do. Hello again, fella humans, human fellas. Oh, you're gonna love this. I'm a huge fan of human Rayla. Humanity could face extinction if we don't do something. Someone has to take a stand when no one else will. Welcome, everybody, to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 146. My name is Josh, and today I am joined by two very special guests, Mist and Mackenzie. How's it going, guys? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's going good. <laughs> uh, so first off, uh, Mist, tell every, uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Hello, I am uh, 20 years old from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, going to college at Georgia Tech. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Dragon Prince, um, also a cosplayer. I cosplay Rayla, and I'm working on an Erebos cosplay right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. And Mackenzie? Yeah, uh, my name's Mackenzie Atwood. Um, I also go to Georgia Tech, which we just found out a minute ago. That we both uh, go here, but uh, yeah, I so I live in Atlanta. Um, I work at Cartoon Network and uh, host the um, Steven Universe podcast that they do, and I make a bunch of memes on YouTube. And I also really love the Dragon Friends, so I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> nice, same, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, my name is Josh. I also go to Georgia Tech. <laughs> Actually, now, now I feel like I should go to Georgia Tech um, to just just make everything cohesive. All right. <laughs> um, uh, so, Miss and I talked a little bit earlier. Um, so, Mackenzie, how did you uh, first get introduced to the Dragon Prince? As soon as it was announced, I was uh, immediately interested because I am a really, really hardcore Avatar fan. Um, so I, it came across my dashboard on Tumblr or something that uh, Aaron E. has and Giancarlo Volpe um, were attached to the project and they were launching this new company called Wonderstorm. And all that was out was like that one picture of a dragon and everyone was like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, because 
they were, you know, really big in Avatar, um, and so people were just automatically like, this is going to be, this is going to be good. (laughs) And it was. So, uh, you know, I just sort of followed it as, uh, as stuff got announced. And then now every time a new season is dropped, I just binge the whole thing (laughs) in a day with my friend, Will. (laughs) Uh, and Mist? Uh, I heard of it when my friend found out about it and he said, Hey, if you love Avatar, you'll love this. And back then, there was just a bunch of memes, a picture of Harrow T posing. It was pretty great. <laughs> I watched it all in a day, loved it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and same. I, I was a fan of uh, Giancarlo Volpe, you know, just kind of coming off of Avatar and uh, Star and everything like that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I saw that he was going to be doing a new series. So it's like, oh, well, I mean, if Giancarlo Vol- uh, Volpe's in it, I mean, it's like, it's going to be fine. It'll yeah. be great. So uh, it got me hooked, and like from the first episode, I was like, "Okay, I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna dig this." Um, and frame rate issues aside, I I thoroughly enjoyed that first season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely yeah. It felt like they were trying to get their footing at some t- points, just like with some of the humor and stuff. But like that's just to be expected for any first season of any show, and I absolutely loved it, especially when I got into it and like. Uh, like halfway through the season it just it surprises me at every turn honestly and season two just built on all of that i feel like too so <laughs> i i yeah <laughs> was a big fan yeah because i mean you, you do see some seasons now or some series now where season two kind of builds on a little bit of you know what happened in season one but you mainly like if you're gonna have like three seasons, like your your season two is usually like your filler up to this is what's gonna happen in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't yeah. feel like season two of Dragon Prince is like that at all. Season two is like we get more world building, um, we get more character development, we get a lot more stuff, and obviously it is building to season three and building to the future. But it didn't feel like this was like a throwaway season at all. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And the great thing is there were so many questions raised in season one that were answered in season two, mm-hmm. while season two also raised more questions. Yeah, it, it did a lot, too. Um, I, I found really satisfying about this season was the way that they handled um, Callum getting his powers. I really loved yeah. that whole arc. Um, I just felt like they did it really well in a way that wasn't it didn't feel like a cop out for him to get the power even though it was supposed to be something reserved for only like uh non-humans um i don't know i really liked how they handled that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean because i mean we got to make uh jack uh we have to make him avatar he was he got to do nothing he got to do nothing in uh you know the last airbender so now we're like okay well maybe we just make him the avatar now yeah, I was wondering yeah. <laughs> if that was, like, a conversation that they'd had. We were like, Jack DeSena, do you want to come be on their show, you know? And he was like, okay, but this time I get to be the airbender. <laughs> and they are like, yeah, all right, we'll make it happen. Um, then in season one, they're like, oh, yeah, you broke that. You can't be an airbender anymore. It's like, man, I wanted to be an airbender. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, no, I, I liked it because, like, I don't know, I mean – the the way that they set it up, I, I find like um a lot of the times that you know like it's it's kind of an it's a common trope to have a character like you know told oh there's no way you can do this, and then they sort of break through that limit somehow, um and sometimes it's kind of 
aggravating when that trope is done just because you're like, um, like it, it feels like a cop out or it feels like they're cheating the rules, you know? Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like that here. It felt like um, he he really, despite people telling him like it wasn't a possibility for him to have that connection and, and use uh, primal magic, he sort of just found a way outside of that he was like well i wasn't born with the connection but that doesn't mean i can't have it technically right and and he he found a way that made sense within the the laws of the established universe and i found that really satisfying agreed yeah he made his yeah he made his own connection instead of being born with it which is Mm -hmm. impressive yeah He, he was definitely not a uh uh he's basically using maybelline because i mean he's not born with it so, wow, that was, that was, that was a wow. bad joke. It was a bad joke. Um, uh, so you guys want to kind of kind of delve into uh, this season now? For sure, yeah. Sure. Um, we've got, my, my goodness, we have, like, to me, I think we really have, like, uh, three main plots this season, and then we have some subplots. Like, our three main plots, we have the uh, Soren and Claudia doing all their thing being mm-hmm. whatever um like trying to bring the princes back but then you know getting a little dark and then we have something that you know happens to soren um then we have our uh team avatar or team callum over here uh, <laughs> dragging dra- yes oh, i we, like we, it yes team team dragon uh doing their little thing uh, trying to get a uh, new baby dragon to uh, back to its mom and then we've got what viren's doing Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Yeah, his his whole little and like everything kind of uh, him trying to take power and everything and it just no, nothing working out for him. Nothing is working out for him this season. Things start looking good and then everything kind of tumbles down and collapses around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, that being said, like what were your thoughts on um, we'll start with we'll start with uh, Mist. What were your some of your thoughts on um, some of the way like some of the uh, paths that we went along this season? So even though there were three separate paths, as you said, um, they did feel connected in some way, like Soren and Claudia's uh story converged with the dragon team Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was really well done in the way they split apart came back together and such and I'd like to comment on uh, what Viren's doing because (laughs) it seems like he's uh, getting the karma from last season Mm. (laughs) and I know some people feel bad. Some people are just like, haha, there's Viren getting what he deserves. I feel like it's up to individual interpretation on that one. Oh, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Viren's classic. Great guy. <laughs> Salt of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one of human being. Everything that he does uh, is, is perfect. So I, 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 I don't know where the hate comes like, from. It's interesting because he really does. I think that he really does think that he's doing a good thing and in, in trying to like i guess bring stability or protect humankind or something you know and he just sort of sees everything as sort of a means to an end um and it kind of was interesting seeing that that flashback that happened uh that he was like that even then 
um, sort of willing to do bad things regardless of the fact that they're bad if it meant getting what he wants. Um, and he, yeah, it's an interesting thing because like he is trying to do something good in his mind. Um, it's not like he's just bad for the sake of being bad. He's a, he's a complex character. Exactly. And that's, and that's what makes him a good, um, antagonist character is you can, when you can kind of see like what his good points are and see why, like you, like when you can see, okay, I understand, you know, why you're doing this, but you're doing it wrong, but I understand your reasonings for it. That's a really good character. I, I like mm-hmm. it when you have, like, if, if you just have a villain who's just, like, straight evil, it's just like, yeah, I kill puppies and everything. You're like, okay, well, mm-hmm. like, there's no reason for me to, you know, care about you at all. Um, but when you have a character who is like Viren, and you're like, okay, I kind of... He's he's very complex. Like, it, there is a point where you're kind of thinking, like, where I was kind of thinking, like, okay, he can turn this around, or he can go a little bit more on the dark side. And obviously, he goes more on the dark side, um, especially mm-hmm. killing his own troops. That was a bit much. I was like, man, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like now you've de- now you take now you can't turn back. <laughs> now now you've gone down a dark dark road. And no pun intended for yeah. his eyes. And you, yeah. and you could also see that he was very good friends with Harrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seems like there's no reason for him to be the one that sticks him in a coin or kills him or switches him with the bird. Because even through, like, the beginning, the coronation, they were really good friends. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It makes me interested. I want to know what happened with Harrow. Because, like, Same. I want to... I feel like they, there's a lot of compelling stuff going on there, and we're just sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop. But um, yeah, I, I I also like um, Viren, like because it feels like he um, he at the same time like he does think he's doing a good thing, but you can also tell that he sort of relishes power. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, I feel like he's the kind of guy who would justify it in saying like, oh well, I was trying to do this and I was trying to do this. And I was like, yeah, well, you were, but you also just really wanted to be powerful at the same time. Like, I feel like he, he wants both um, because it feels good, you know? And that that's just sort of something that also makes him compelling is that there always is going to be that kind of darkness to him, I feel like, and that he just really does want to be more powerful. Yeah. Do you think maybe that yeah. Haro, uh like, blames him for his wife's death? Because, I mean, she did go back to save him. And do you think maybe that's um, where, you know, maybe kind of like their falling out kind of started? I don't know, because it doesn't seem like Harold, like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would blame him for that, you know? Like, it wasn't his choice, yeah. you know? It wasn't uh, Viren's choice to make her go do that, you know? She did that of her own accord because that's what she thought was right. Um, and, yeah, I, I wouldn't see that. But, I mean, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it would definitely be, like, they would be changing, you know, what we know of a character, like, a little bit too much. So it's, pro- it's that's probably not it, but, I mean, I could kind of see it, possibly. But, mm-hmm. I mean, just from what we've seen of, like, Harrow's character and everything, I don't think that would be, like, yeah, any sort of he doesn't, thing. He doesn't seem like a resentful character. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because like you said, they they got along too. Is the thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Mackenzie, or any any other plots that really kind of like stick out to you this season? Um. Yeah. The the sort of the thread of um, Callum finding out about uh his dad being gone. You know, uh, that was really compelling to me. It was so sad. Like, uh, and it was it really they really did surprise me several times with this one because like. At first, you sort of think Rayla's going to be the one to tell him, and then, you know, Claudia's Claudia like shows a lot of like you know sort of. Uh, it, Claudia surprised me by by being the one to be honest with uh, Callum, and then after that point, when Callum finds out and knows that Rayla's been sort of hiding that from him, I expected uh, for Callum to sort of be resentful and angry at Rayla, but then he, he totally understands where she's coming from and, like, why she couldn't tell him because he has he feels the same way about not being able to tell his little brother, you know, about their dad. Yeah. I just really liked the way that it was handled, and I felt like it really did sort of uh, subvert a lot of my expectations, which is something that this show has done a lot, you know, like, with the different tropes that I ex- expect to, ha- to happen, but then it doesn't fall into them. Agreed. Yeah, like, I was... Uh... Like, since season one, I've just been waiting for, you know, the time when Callum's going to find out. And then how... I, I was expecting him to kind of, like, go off on Rayla a little yeah. bit. But yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, and I was very, very surprised. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like that he didn't kind of go, you know, crazy on her or anything like that. Like, telling her to leave and some garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly what I was expecting too. Like where he, I figured he was going to lash out at her for for hiding it from him. But I am glad that they were able to sort of, because like they're both they're both upset, you know, like they're both hurting, and so the fact that they were able to sort of come together over that instead of uh, lashing out at each other, it, it made it a lot better in my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. and then um, I don't know about you guys, but. I think my favorite subplot this season was uh, my boy Grin, um, just kind of no. uh, stuck in <laughs> stuck in uh, the uh, stuck in jail, just kind of still yeah. captured, but still happy, still happy about everything. I I, I like that. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. He's chained yeah. up, not chained down. Exactly. <laughs> That's the kind of attitude I need in my life, you know. Like just oh yeah, we all, even when we you're chained need, up we in all a dungeon, need a friend like Grin. Who's gonna yeah. just be like, yeah. hey, it's you know, turn that frown upside down. Just you know, like let me let me do a handstand in these chains and see, I'll be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting um, talking about the the dungeon. I was expecting uh, it's Runin, right? Is the guy? Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting Runin to come back this season. I really expected yeah. it to happen, but yeah, he, didn't I, he didn't. Yeah, and so I'm yeah, sort of like, it's interesting it? that they're. I mean, literally keeping that in their pocket because, you know, he's in a coin. And uh, it's interesting to see. I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to sort of how that's going to play into things in the future. Yeah. There's part of me that kind of hopes that, you know, Grin kind of, you know, does a little bit of stuff in season three. Because, I mean, like we, we got him for one episode, which I liked. Um, well, kind of two-ish. Um, but I, I would like for him to, you know, kind of like do a little bit of snooping. And maybe find Bago coins. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. Because it would... Because, I, I don't know, it's one of those, like, we know Renan's in there, and there are others, and there's part of me that's like, Rayla's parents were guarding the Dragon King, and they disappeared. And they think they yeah. ran away, so I'm like, oh, they're totally in coins, right? Yo, I did not even think about that. <laughs> I, I was even thinking at one point, what if uh, Renan saw Rayla's parents in the coins. I would not be surprised if he did. And that was one of the reasons yeah. why he was like, <gasps> La gasp. Uh-huh. That, that would be nuts. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the implications of that right now. It would be, it yeah. would be crazy. It would be crazy. But I would love to see it. I would love to see it happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's like Rayla's biggest chip on her shoulders right now. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't really even think about her parents. Like, it seems like she, I mean, that definitely probably weighs on her. But she has a lot going on, you know. She does, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think that her parents coming back would, like, be a resolution to her, her whole character, you know. No, 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 no. But I, I think it would be something where, I, I think it would be something kind of cool to be like, oh, no, yeah, she's, they're in these coins, too. And maybe, I don't know, I don't know what they would do. Maybe Grin yeah. could, like, take Renan and, like, wear him around his neck and then, like, Renan could kind of, like, tack to him. That would be that would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be wild. Just going on adventures. It'd be, like, Oops, the best... I accidentally spent Renan. <laughs> it would be, like, the best buddy cop thing ever. It's just, like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Wow. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, coin cop, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, well, one thing I really want to talk about is Sword and Claudia. Oh. Because I just, like, this whole season, like, I don't, I was, like, just shook by them at every turn. I did not know how to feel, and it was so good. Like, they, like, I, I kind of found, I found myself arguing with my friend. I was like, which one of them is going to be the really evil one, you know? And my friend was like, I bet it's going to be Soren. I was like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, like, Soren was the one who was more, you know, trying to, you know, kill Ezra in this season or whatever, and, like, uh, on the zip line. Yeah, he did do <laughs> a whole no zip line thing. Uh, but, like, yeah. I felt, I, so, like, my argument was, like, I think it's going to be Claudia that's, like, the, the more dangerous one because, like, like, Soren is sort of just dumb, you know? Like, he's sort of being yeah. manipulated. Yeah. But he doesn't really seem like a bad guy, you know? Claudia's not a bad person either. It's not what I'm saying. But, like, it just seems like she's more willing to do questionable things to get uh, the result she wants. Uh, and, you know, like, when, when Soren got hurt, like, she kind of went off the rails. And, like, it it scared me. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, that's, you know, sort of like, no, this is like, she's... I can see her being very dangerous in the future and, and like, be taking on the role of, like, a, a real antagonist, like, honestly. And it would be really compelling because she's such an interesting and cool and powerful character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, she's very much like her dad. Yeah. Like, when, when she started kind of doing a lot more, like, the dark magic-y stuff and when she killed Bambi and everything, I was yeah. like, yeah, she's definitely, you know, doing this... Like she, she's, she's in, she's in this dark magic. So it's like, I, I had a, there were like, there was part of me that was, I was really kind of not wanting Soren to, 
I mean, it definitely sucked, you know, sore and, you know, you know, being paralyzed. But there was part of me that didn't really want him to, you know, you know, get the use of his legs because I had a feeling that's where we were going with it. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I'd rather not, because I think it would be better for Soren's character to not have to do any of this. Because, I mean, like, he seemed happy. Even though he didn't know what a haiku was, he seemed happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll sort of put more things in perspective for him, maybe, you know, just let that whole experience, um, might affect him more in the future. It's like, a. I'm not sure how it, how it will pan out, but like, yeah, I I found his arc very interesting, especially like, yeah, like he seemed at peace with his situation, you know, he was bummed out, but he was like taking it pretty well, and Claudia was just oh, yeah. totally, totally distraught, like this is, you know, which was like understandable because that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty, that's pretty rough, but like. <laughs> uh, she took it worse than him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, when she, when she, it's crazy, because there's, like, sort of this duality, like, she's, like, you know, she's, like, talking to Ezra and stuff, and she's, like, yeah, you need to chin up, you know, like, everything's gonna be okay, and then she, like, uses him to go and kill the deer, like, and it's, like, that's, that's just crazy, like, she, she's able to, you know, get along with Soren and Ezra, and, like, and it doesn't seem, like, disingenuous or anything, like, when she's talking with them, it seems like she's being honest and she's being real, but mm-hmm. then she does these, you know, dark things, you know, and th- there's just this whole different side to her that is frightening, you know, and neither of them feels, uh, like, fake, you know, neither of them feels like a front. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that's what I mean, like, she's just ambitious, and she wants mm-hmm. what she wants, and nothing is gonna stop her, but, I mean, she's not a bad person. yeah. And and they yeah. did yeah, and that shows a lot this season where she's not a bad person. It's just the methods that she's using are not great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can you it's so hard to blame her because like it feels like humans are at such a huge disadvantage since they you know, are not supposed to be able to use primal magic, you know? Like I wonder what if if maybe she'll start looking at things differently when she sees that Callum is using primal magic now. Um and, like, you know, because she sort of has, like, been thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm doing these terrible things. I'm using, like, you know, like, all these, like, dark magic methods to, to do things. But, like, I'm doing it because I have to because that's the only way that I can do magic. And mm-hmm. uh, when she realizes, oh, well, you know, it's not the only way. You didn't have to be doing this the whole time. You know, you, you could have just tried harder to find a, a better path. Uh, like Callum has done, I wonder how that's going to affect her. Because, well, like, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, It'll be a really, really interesting um, growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I wonder if she had that same kind of, like, weird, lucid dream thing that Callum had when he used dark magic for the first time. I wonder if she, mm-hmm. I wonder if, uh, she had that same type of experience where she was just like, yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and do it. That sounds fun type of deal. Like, I, I wonder I wonder how that works. Or if it was just a Callum thing. Because, I mean, he was the Avatar all along, but um, he just, he just, his <laughs> yeah. power has not been awakened yet. Yeah, and it's also, um, 
it seems like Claudia would have learned from the ground up rather than just jumping into a spell right away because yeah. Viren would have taught her. Yeah. So she might have, she might have not. Yeah, that's true. That makes a that that that's a that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like when you're introduced to it younger, uh it's not like a massive departure from your morals at that point. It's just sort of something that you're you're sort of used to because you know Claudia's probably been surrounded by dark magic her whole life. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's kind of talk about uh, Team Dragon. Uh, Team Dragon, yep. friends, I guess, is... Dragging! Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have our good our good friends off on another adventure, and they now have Baby Dragon. What's the Baby Dragon's name? I can't remember. Uh, Zim. 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 That's right. Um, so, we now have Zim, and uh, I-, I like that, you know, uh, he and Bait kind of have this, like, you know... Like sibling relationship almost. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, Aw, so the new the new puppies here. So now I'm just kind of, <laughs> which Zim is definitely a puppy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was you know kind of cute this season. Just you know, bait mm-hmm. being kind of sad. Uh, yeah. But you know, he got to spend a lot of uh, quality time with uh, Callum, which hardly happens. Yeah. And. This bait was more of an Ezrin thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now Ezrin is sort of busy. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, Ezrin has to go rule now, so. Yeah, uh-huh. that was that was wild. I was not expecting that. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, an- another way the, the show just surprises us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We are just like, oh, no, yeah, I'm going to go back now. You're like, but w- say, what? I'm sorry? <laughs> Like yeah, no, I'm gonna go back. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, bye. I guess that's. It's gonna be rough for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but I guess at least Viren's in jail while Ezrin's going back. I mean, yeah, but how how in jail is somebody who knows dark magic? You know. Who knows? <laughs> True. I mean, I I do worry. I mean, he literally turned guards into ash so I mean, yeah <laughs> it's rough yeah um uh we do get we do get uh, okay so we do get one of my favorite uh favorite bits again um we get to meet human rayla yeah yes <laughs> human rayla is best rayla um she's amazing uh and i i think you know, we'll kind of we'll kind of go into that uh, in, into this uh, like characters here in just a second, um, but I've really thought um, character like character wise, um, like story wise, I've really liked um, Soren and Claudia's little arc that they kind of went through. Um, but mm-hmm. character wise, I was really into Rayla this season. Um, I mean, more, more so this season than last season because like last season I was all, I was all up in Callum. Um, this season, I'm just mm-hmm. like Rayla. Like Rayla's killing it this season. Um, what do you, What do you guys think? That's in- I didn't feel like she got a lot of uh, development this season as much as I mean Callum was like you know front and center with yeah. his whole looking at himself in the his dream and everything. Rayla, it felt like she kind of took a backseat this season, which is fine, you know, because she got yeah. a lot last season. I feel like like she uh, had her whole worldview changed and switched sides and sort of realized what she has to do um 
and sort of came to terms with like, oh, maybe I'm not an assassin or something. Like it, but this season I felt like it was like more uh, about sort of Callum dealing with his grief and stuff, and also yeah. understanding himself. Yeah. So I um, actually read some of the spoiler reviews when they came out, and they did say Rayla is taking a backseat this season, but don't worry, she'll be developed later. Mm-hmm. But she still, she wasn't not interesting, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because all of the moments with her still contributed to growth. Mm-hmm. Like when she was on the boat, uh, talking about how she's an assassin, but maybe not really. She's never really killed anyone. She doesn't know if she wants to do that anymore. Yeah. That was still a bit of growth and development there. Yeah, and and that's what I was gonna. Uh, that that's kind of where I got a lot of. I mean, she had a she had a lot of really good lines, um, a lot of really good bits. The entire uh, she had a nice Sailor Moon bit. Um, I thought oh, that was, I I thought that. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh god, jeez, it was it was such a it was so it was such a meme season. Like one does not simply walk into that was uh, that was beautiful. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, like, what I really liked about, um, cause I mean, it, it, we, we, we did get a lot of stuff with her last year. Um, and this was definitely, uh, Callum same, uh, Callum, uh, themed season, uh, which I liked, but I, I think it's because I liked Callum in the first season. So I liked what they did with him in the second season too. Um, yeah. whereas Rayla, I was just kind of like, yeah, you're kind of here, but you're not being honest with everybody, and that was kind of, you know, pushing my buttons a little bit. Mm, um, yeah. But then in this season, you know, like, everything's out. She's like, oh, yeah, no. Uh, every, everything kind of comes out, and then she just... It, it seems like her character kind of, like, does a 180, where she's like, okay, I'm going to protect, but now... I don't want to be this assassin anymore. I think I want to protect these, you know, the dragons and everything like that. I want to be this protector of nature instead of like, like a classic wood elf um, would do. Yeah. Uh, if mm-hmm. my, if my wonderful D and D player's handbook has anything to say about it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, that, that's why I really, I really, really enjoyed her this season. Um, may, I, I think I, I may be biased too, because, you know, she did a whole Sailor Moon reference and that was, uh, like the moment I saw that I was like, okay, you got me, you've got me here this season. Uh, she did a, <laughs> we, we got human Rayla before, and then we got, um, Sailor Moon and I'm like, perfect. We've got a, we've got a great series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still felt like she, yeah, she didn't have as many moments this season. So I felt like I just really, I really loved her in season one, just the ninja vibes, you know, like <laughs> the yeah. fact that she sort of realized what was right and then was switching over to that. And it was interesting. Yeah. I felt like there were some residual effects of like, she's sort of realizing, Oh no, like these things that I, you know, she has these secrets that she's still carrying from when she was on the other side. And, you know, like about uh, their dad being gone and like uh, all of that. And so it, it was interesting that she, um, she like, she did come she did develop in that way she she became more uh, herself with the group you know um but yeah for me callum definitely took the uh center stage this season which was which was fine because like he's a really interesting character yeah, <laughs> too. Oh, yeah. I, I love 
Um, I'm hoping season three we get a little bit more Ezrin, because yeah. I still don't know what yeah. that kid's about, you know? I mean, like, yeah. the only thing we know is, like, he can talk to animals, and he can, like, really, really talk to animals this season. But mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much all we know about Ezrin, and he likes jelly tarts, and that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was born with a beautiful fro, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I do want to learn more about him. I think we're gonna he's gonna get challenged more, you know, with the with with ruling. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm don't know what to expect there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping you and I mean Claudia and Soren are gonna be there too. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I wonder what's gonna happen there because I mean he and Claudia left on good terms. But once they find out that their dad is in prison, how are those, how, how's that going to work out? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I guess he would have the authority to let him go or something. Do you think that that's going to be an issue where, like, they're going to try and convince him to let their dad go free or something? I, I can see it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And he'll have to you're... sort of stand firm. Yeah. Because when you're young, you're easily manipulated. Yeah. So, I don't know. So who do, who do you think would do the manipulating? I I, I mean I, I honestly don't think Soren could. <laughs> Sora could. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> no I think that's when we'll we'll start to see a little bit more of evil Claudia. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, because like I mean I don't know maybe she'll like she does care about her dad. Like I don't know if it'll be much of a manipulation thing as much as it just like appealing to him because he's her friend. You know, Ezrin is, and like. Maybe after that sort of fails, I can see, yeah, like, her sort of turning to try and manipulate him more. But Ezrin, I don't know, like, he, I don't know if he'll be so easily manipulated because he de- he is mature for his age, you know? Yeah. Maybe he can get some tips from that other child ruler, like, girl, the, oh, I don't know, the, the other queen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can, she can give him some pointers about how to not let people, uh, uh, conduct, because she, what'd she say, she had to, like, go through and, like, Stop people from like doing coops and stuff. And yeah, coops, yeah. <laughs> all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, she so. she also seemed to have the most sense out of anybody in the pentarchy. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. She she was yeah. She did that. I love her. Yeah, she was great. I love her too. Ah <laughs> uh, man, that I hope I and I liked her her whole everything um and like the, the reveal that the ring was in her little necklace the entire time from her mom's <laughs> i thought that was i thought that was special yeah yeah um uh what did you guys think about this uh this nice like uh backstory bit that we get oh it was heartbreaking it was, it was sad yeah i legitimately cried but it was so good. It was really good. There were a lot of very powerful women. And I was like, this is dope. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, it was It was really good. Um, it was It was heart-wrenching and heartwarming all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it was... Yeah, it, it made me sad. Um, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I, I'm glad that they this was included. Like... It would have been yeah. a shame not to have this in the season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's <sighs> let's kind of go. Um, let's. Oh yeah. After the depressing, let's let's leave the depressing. <laughs> uh, what were some of you guys' favorite episodes this season, uh, Mackenzie? 
I don't know the episode titles, but I'm trying to think favorite moments. Um, the standout moments to me where I was like, you know, yelling. Uh, probably when Callum does uh, Aspero for the first time. You know, it was, it's pretty basic, but I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And uh, because I was like, you know, at this point, I don't know what's going to happen because this, this show keeps surprising me. So uh, the fact that he was able to do Primal Magic on his own after that whole struggle after oh my god that scene where he was looking at his evil self and there was the cube i was losing my mind uh that that entire sequence was stunning and like you could tell they really balled out on the animation and like just did it so it was just so well executed i that entire scene really was the highlight of the season for me yeah nice for me yeah, for me, I can think of two, and that was the whole, I don't know if I'd call it, like, the dream scene, um, where Callum had done dark magic and had sort of slipped down into a coma, and that whole thing of choosing. Yeah, Like, same. would he choose dark magic? Would he choose primal magic? It's like choosing your own destiny, where he says, like, destiny is a book you write yourself. And another thing within that is um Sarai telling him to just breathe yeah and that really struck me because sometimes you just need to breathe whether it's like a tough situation anxiety you relax you breathe and things will get better and the other thing I loved is when the flashback the big big flashback scene and uh, Callum reading Harrow's letter, how they were kind of done at the same time-ish. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but that, I really, really loved that. And the timing, the flashback, him reading his letter, it was such an emotional and touching moment. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, that whole entire, the, the dream sequence with Callum is fantastic. Um, it's, it's still really early in the year, but, I mean, probably one of my favorite um, animated sequences so far. Yeah. Because it's it's just, it's so well done. It's really good. It makes you think. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's animated beautifully. It's acted beautifully. Um, it's, yeah, it's really, really good. I, definitely, definitely my top, my top scene of, uh, of this season. Um, then I don't know. I would probably say, oh man, um, I, I really liked the flashback, and I really liked the uh, the dragon attacking the town. Mm. Oh, it was yeah. Just because, like, animation wise, it looked really good. When it would like shoot the fire, and the fire would blow, I was like, oh man, yeah, you guys are screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were ill prepared for dragon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another, I, I just thought of another one uh, after you said that. It was, like, just the whole, uh, like, arc of... Uh, I mean, I guess the moment when uh, Claudia he heals Soren's, like, uh, paralysis. That really was, like, a big moment to me, too. Like, just, like, just seeing how distraught and, like, just messed up she looked, you know? Like, after doing all the magic to to fix him it was like yo like 
this is this is a bad like this is not going to she's going down the wrong path you know and she's just going further and further down but it's it it's just so well executed that i can't let go away you know yeah Yeah. when she when she does her little uh like her breakdown that she has it reminded me a lot of uh when azula broke down in avatar where yeah, she just, exactly. like, you see her slipping, and then she just completely loses it. That's where mm-hmm, I was kind of mm-hmm. seeing here. was like, okay, this is where Claudia starts that slip. This is yeah. where it kind of happens for her. Yeah, and it's just going to get worse. It would have been worse, and, but she happened to find Ezrin, who told her about, you know, where she could go kill Bambi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. it was like, yeah, that sort of flip between those two sides of Claudia really is compelling to me as, as, as a character. She's empathetic, but also like really, uh, cunning, you know, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. just has a different value system. So it's, it's interesting. Um, another scene I kind of liked was the, um, was the almost confession scene. That was, uh, we were, oh, we, were, we, were like, yeah. we were like two seconds away, two seconds mm-hmm. away from that L word. And I was like, man, so close. So close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're just they're just teasing us. <laughs> I mean, yep. yeah, you can't you can't do it in season two. I mean you gotta, yeah, you gotta wait. Exactly. You yeah. gotta wait. Draw it out, draw it out. <laughs> but it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It um, is. So uh what are you guys uh looking forward to in season three? Let's kinda start with Mist. Oh, okay. I would love more elf lore like meeting other kinds of elves um also the mirror runon said um that he has found something worse than death i really really want to see how erebos is worse than death yeah Mm -hmm. uh what about you yeah (laughs) Um, no, for sure. I also feel the same way about the mirror. It's like, it feels like we got a little bit, a taste of what that's going to be like, you know, but there's still a lot of questions about, you know, it, you know, I don't feel like it's worse than death yet. We're going to get there. Um, so it's interesting. Very, and and like the hopeful. fact that it was like, Oh, don't worry guys. We're going to get to that death. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get yeah. there. But like, yeah, it's interesting. Like he's going to be in prison now and like, he sort of just let it happen, but he's obviously there's there's something going on here, and uh, so I'm interested to see how that pans out. I'm interested to see how Ezrin uh, is doing, like ruling, you know, it, like when he makes it back. Uh, how the the connection between him and Zim that was sort of revealed, um, yeah. where he can kind of you know talk with him telepath uh, like telepathically, like uh, yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. I want to see that explored more. I want to see Callum get more, uh, powerful because it's dope. I hope yeah. that we get, I hope that this season is Rayla season. I hope we get more Rayla development and more, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and also... her, her sort of like make her make a stand and decision about, what she wants to be because you know we sort of raised a lot of those questions about am i an assassin am i you know literally anything other than an assassin you know uh we'll see you know and hopefully she she finds that in season three yeah yeah 
Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to what what's going to happen in Zadia, because it's it's going to be a completely different thing from when Callum and Esmond were running through the human world with an elf. Now we're going to have to swap that up a little bit, and Rayla and Callum are going to have to run through the elven world with a human. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, do you think we're going to get Elvin Calum? Or Elvin <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be, that would great, be yeah. so great. Um, we had Human Rayla, now we get Elvin Calum. Oh my god. <laughs> Elvin Calum's just hard to say, though. <laughs> yeah. Human Rayla rolls off the tongue, but Elvin Calum, Elvlum, Ka- Calum. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's Calum. Um. I think that'll be interesting. And I'm also kind of interested to see if there is a group of elves that don't want that, like want this war with the humans, I would like to like maybe some sort of like uh, another like subplot type of thing where, you know, there's these elves that do not want to, because otherwise it's just going to be, you know, two episodes of them taking Zim to its mom. Uh, So I think there has to be something going on there too. To where maybe we'll have like this group of elves that do not want this reuniting, and so they're kind of having to, you know, hide out from them as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of complication, but I don't know. Yeah, otherwise, it's, I mean, otherwise, I mean, like the season's going to be less than nine episodes. I mean, it's yeah. just like boom, <laughs> yeah. okay, peace, done, episode two. And you're like, all right, well, good job, Dragon Prince. <laughs> season three <laughs> has two episodes, so yeah, there there has to be some sort of of conflict. Um, cause I mean, we can't just, you know, have an easy resolution. Well, I mean, like, I think that they're kind of assuming too, that bringing the, dr- the dragon home will just solve all of the issues in discord, you know, but I don't know if it's going to be that simple either. Like there's, I-, I don't know. I just feel like it's not, it, there's no way it's going to be as easy as just like, well, you're home now. So I guess we don't have to be mad at each other anymore. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it seems like there's just, there's gotta be something something more yeah. yeah and i mean there is that cliffhanger the big dragon yeah like i feel like that'll be a problem yeah, yeah. no there, there's definitely going to be some issues uh yeah that's yeah i'm i'm looking forward to next season uh it can't get here soon enough uh hopefully For sure. oh yeah <laughs> hopefully it will be here um next week um so <laughs> Um, How about a new season every week? Oh, that would Facts. be amazing. <laughs> I want I want the game too. Like they keep teasing a little bit about like what the game's gonna be like, you know? It's yeah. like half the company's working on the, the game. So like I wanna see what's going on with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I did like that they they did uh like D and D character sheets for for the yeah. characters. I thought that was good. Yeah. May may try to do a uh, a ASP Dragon Prince D&D campaign. That would, that that would be, be wild. Fun. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, is there anything um, about this season that we didn't talk about that you guys kind of want to uh, chat a little bit more more about? Uh, Mist? Um, I need a minute to think. <laughs> All right, Mackenzie. <laughs> um, there's the whole... I mean, we talked a little bit about Avaros, but, like, we didn't really talk too much about it. I'm kind of yeah. curious what you guys thought about like what was going on there? Because I kind of was like, "What is happening? I am confused." Yeah. Um, he's got an AirPods. Oh God, he can't <laughs> hear us. Uh, and uh, like, I'm not really sure what to think about what's gonna happen 
next or like how it's going to influence him yeah, it's like who is he who's um Ilarion? what's why is he in gay baby jail like what's going on <laughs> i i do want to know like what's yeah like what but like where is this where whose man is this like who is that elf like who who's wh- man's like yeah come and get your man yeah like, <laughs> like i don't know i don't know what to think um, I'll, I'll just say one thing, me instructions on what to do. I'm going to follow those to the letter, like no hesitation. Be like, bro, you want me to cut my hand? All right, man, we got this. Like I, I will do it. I will put your little caterpillar thing. It will, it will rest on my, on my head, um, on my ear. And yeah, we'll, we'll be best of friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just no- really was let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder, like, do you, is he like in the mirror? Because, I mean, like, he's obviously in some sort of, like, exile somewhere. But, like, has he been, yeah. like, magically exiled to the mirror? It was interesting, too, because, like, yeah. he was... He acted like he couldn't see him at first, you know? Like, he acted like he couldn't see Viren at first. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, he Viren was... thought, oh, yeah, he was just there. He was, like, just, oh, he was, just, I... being a, he was just being a dick. Um, and yeah, I, I he guess. Was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show Maybe, this human. Yeah. it's just such a funny and like an interesting thing to include where he just like i don't know it was interesting yeah something else um i'd like to point out is that viren supposedly hates elves he's going to war with them he's called them vile he's done all these things it seems a lot of humans do have this prejudice but he basically looked in the mirror, saw this elf, and decided to go along. Yeah. Like, Viren, well, what's going on? <laughs> Desperate times, I guess. Yeah, he, he like, yeah. he's so down in the dumps right now that he's, I guess, willing to take help from anyone who would make him more powerful. Yeah. And I think it also is just a curiosity thing, you know? Like, you can't ask this guy questions. You kind of can just sort of do whatever he says. Um... And hope for the best, I guess. And that's sort of how Viren is. Like he he doesn't really care about uh, making good choices. <laughs> so like uh, he kind of is like he wants to understand and learn. He's like kind of very like scientific in that way, I guess. You know, um, this sort of conquest for knowledge, and like he's willing to do really crazy things to get that. Like you know, cutting his hand and like doing all this weird stuff, and it's like. You know, this is a little questionable judgment, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, he—he's. That's why I love his character. He's a very complex character, because yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, like he is all about you know the humans have to you know beat these beat these elves, but at the same time he's like, oh yeah, no, this elf is like in my ear, like he is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he is my new mentor type of thing. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean, he easily could have been like, hey, uh, take this you know caterpillar out of my ear it's been controlling me this entire time Mm -hmm. i mean he easily could have you know spun that around but he's obviously okay i want to see yeah i mean well that's you know that's that's what my wonderful mind does it works all of these hopeless scenarios and different paths of how (laughs) things how things could work um so yeah i yeah i i really I'm really interested to see how this is all going to play out. Um, it's it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be a thing. So I don't know if he's going to like 
take over Viren and that's how he's going to get out. And, you know, I, I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like maybe if they could like do like a merge thing. Where, like, yeah, that would be both, more interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, they're both inside and they're just like, all right, yes, now we're definitely super evil. Like Voldemort kind of <laughs> vibes where he's on the back of his head or something. Exactly. <laughs> he's very much, yeah. Viren is just Professor Quill. Uh, he's just, you know. <laughs> he'll, he'll get a turban next season. It'll be dope. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just something to cover the ears for the AirPods. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do kind of hope though that like they don't go the path of like him just being controlled because like that would be so sad. Like he's such an interesting, yeah. compelling character, you know. Or like, um, I don't know. I was kind of worried too that like Claudia will just sort of be like, I don't know, like driven mad by dark magic or something instead of like having her consciously making bad decisions, you know, which is much more interesting yeah. than yeah. like, oh, oh no, the dark energy is taken over me and now I. Uh, can't do anything you know it's like you you sort of you make bad choices and then they lead to bad <laughs> consequences uh that's much more satisfying and interesting to watch definitely definitely um oh yeah do, do you think grin is going to be in charge of uh you know veering in jail because that would be oh my god that would be so funny <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious yeah that would be really good oh uh, man like, hey, you want some fruit? About... <laughs> yeah, want some Zadian fruit? Bro, I, I bet Grin won't even hold him against him, you know? He's just so cheerful. Oh, like, yeah, no. He'd <laughs> be like, like hey, nice how's it fun. going, Viren? Remember, chained up, not chained down. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see what the, the Crowmaster, you know, where is he? Is yeah. he going to go to jail now? <laughs> Like, technically, he should. Um, yeah, like he's he kind of enabled him to do this, like whole fraud, you know. So, like, I mean, I, you know, it's a questionable decision that he made there. So, well, I can it, see it is also them one being of those, cellmates. Well, it 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 is also one of those like, yeah, he did threaten to kill me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But it would be it would be interesting to see. Maybe he just you know has to do some community service or something, but. Uh, <laughs> sort of a slap on the wrist or something. It's a service. But it's I, the tallest I, community I, service. <laughs> yeah, but I can't help but want to see uh, Crowmaster and Viren be cellmates uh, because what a world that would be. It would be. <laughs> oh yeah. And Grin and how would Grin and uh, the Crowmaster get along? Just. <laughs> I don't know. I just can picture this very clearly in my mind. Them just like <laughs> making jokes through the bars, you know? Like, <laughs> Gren's like, How you doing today, Crowmaster? And Gren's just like, I want to die. <laughs> 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 uh, see, as, as much fun it was, as it would be for Gren to, you know, stay there, I kind of want him to go back to Amaya. Yeah, yeah. Um, mainly yeah. because I don't like Maya's, like, interpreter now. He's very, like, Meh. Grim was great. Yeah. Yeah. He also should tell Amaya about what's been going on there. Oh yeah, he should go report. Because sure. I feel like she doesn't. Yeah, she's not really aware of <laughs> how messed up things are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Well, I mean, I think I think we did a good job of you know 
breaking down season two and you know what we what we want next year yeah or next season please don't be a year from now hopefully not next year (laughs) yeah no but we hit it all for me season three season three yeah (laughs) bring it out bring it out oh man (laughs) all right Mackenzie. where can everybody uh, wow words are hard where can everybody find you social media wise yeah, um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as uh, at MK Atwood, um, and uh, have a YouTube channel by the same name. So, uh, any of those. <laughs> nice. Miss? Um, all of my social med- medias are Morning Mist, and it's Morning with an extra G Mist. Nice. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, Facebook and Tumblr, Animation Station Podcast. All of our episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Guys, thanks so much for uh, coming on this episode. Yeah, thank you yeah, for having no us. No problem. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, no problem at all. And who knows, maybe we'll do that She-Ra episode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. All yeah. Right. Uh, so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Mackenzie. Oh, I'm Mackenzie. I missed. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>